Hello and welcome to The Naked Scar. I'm Adam. And I'm Andy. And in a break from our normal schedule and our usual format, we're going to be talking about uh, not a story, but one particular character. The character of Sarah Jane Smith. As I'm sure you're aware when you hear this, uh, Elizabeth Slayton sadly passed away uh, the 19th of April. Big shock. Very big shock, actually. Yes, I I wasn't personally aware that, uh, as you may have heard, she had cancer. Um, I think that she had probably kept it on the quiet because I could imagine the news going around the uh, Doctor Who fan groups very, very quickly. And so it did uh, come as a shock to both myself and Adam and uh, a lot of other people. Um, yeah, I was going to say virtually everyone, I think. I, yes. I don't think anyone seemed to know. No. Because cause, uh, Andy was around when we found out on Tuesday. I just looked at Twitter. I'd seen one tweet from somebody about it and basically spent a lot of time trying to... Th- Hoping it was a hoax, really, because it seemed just not BBC News. No one had anything about it. I just seemed to go around on Twitter. No, I mean, because up until the point that Nicola Byron uh, tweeted, um, we had sort of thought that well, there, there are no official sources on this. And then when she tweeted, we sort of thought, oh, I can't imagine her actually saying something unless she had good reason to believe it was true and then the BBC did confirm the news and yes I I do think we spent quite a lot of that uh, particular evening sitting around in kind of stunned silence because uh, uh, she was 63 but that's not age at all it's it's not old no and in fact she looked 15 years younger than that still so um, it it really was quite a surprise so for this episode, we're going to just look back at the character of Sarah Jane Smith and a celebration of, really, I think. Yes, well, I think that celebration is all you can really do in this context because um, she has brought so much joy to the lives of uh, Doctor Who fans and I don't think that she would want uh, to, uh, people to be sitting around moping too much when she left behind such an amazing body of work to appreciate. I mean, she was a character that's very... Few characters can really claim this, but uh, Sarah Jane Smith, the character, is one that's cross generations. Partly because she came back into New Who, and then she got her own spin-off series, which is pretty remarkable. Well, I've... she technically had two series. Well, exactly. No, exactly. I mean, see, in some way, even though Canine and Company never went beyond one episode, but to even get a spin, okay. I mean, technically, it was a, it was a Canine spin-off, but they got her in there, and that's quite impressive. In a time when spin-offs weren't that regular, or they're more regular now, particularly among science fiction. Years later, she came back for what was supposed to be one-off, but she was that good and so popular, they got her back. Well, this is it, and um, I don't know if any people listening to this would have caught the um, uh, My Sarah Jane, which was on CBBC uh, just after the uh, first series of... uh, Sorry, the first episode of the new series, The Impossible Astronaut, had aired. And they had a tribute on there from various people who had known her, acted with her, and they had Joe Grant on there saying... Uh, she's the definitive uh, companion, and and I'll I'll say that she really was. It is quite interesting looking at her place in companions because she obviously came after Joe Grant, and Joe Grant was ditzy, I mean, yes. very deliberately so. I mean, Joe Grant herself was a reaction to Lashore, yes, um, and attempt to give her more of a uh, to give the Doctor someone who who wouldn't just who would provide more of an audience identification figure. So they gave him Joe Grant, and then by the time it came around for for. Uh, Sarah Jane Smith, they wanted to give the Doctor someone a bit tougher. And, I mean, she did start off almost as a slightly cliche kind of women's lib character. Yes. And very much kind of like, I'm wearing trousers, 
I don't make the tea. <laughs> and, you know, which is an interesting contrast with, with Pertwee's quite old-fashioned doctor in some ways. Indeed it but was. she did, I mean, particularly when once Baker came along. I mean, she had good chemistry with Pertwee, and she had, but she had great chemistry with Tom Baker. Yes. And so her character kind of evolved, but she kind of dropped that. She softened, maybe, in a way. Yes, she so. certainly did. And um, it, it was a good character for a woman to be playing on the BBC at the time, um, as a roving reporter and somebody who was quite self-sufficient. And but This is the thing, actually, in that first season she does with, with Pertwee, because from... Tom Baker's first onwards, he starts really properly travelling. Um, but in her first season, she meets the Doctor because she's investigating yes. um, in Time Warrior. And then she, they, they kind of go off occasionally, like in Death of the Daleks, uh, Monster of Paladin. But uh, there's a couple of ventures that she ends up getting involved with because she is a reporter. Yes. And same with Robot, actually, as well, yep. like the first Tom Baker. So she does go out and do things on her own. This is the thing, which is and why fact, School Reunion yes, works. Yes, and in fact, she comes back to School Reunion as somebody who was reporting something a bit fishy or reporting on something she thought was a bit suspect. Uh, as, as somebody who was investigating. So yes, that was uh, quite nice. And of course, she was also uh, united with the Eleventh uh, Doctor in uh, her own series, The Sarah Jane Adventures, um, in which, once again, she was. Uh, as part of her own investigations uh, that she became tangled up with the Doctor again. And it was a, a very nice episode. I'm, I'm glad that they got to explore uh, Sarah Jane's character in the context of a of a, a companion from long before who was uh, dealing with the aftermath um, of having been a Doctor's companion. And obviously some very interesting things, for example, uh, she never got married um, she never really felt that anything, any sort no. of adventure could be better. But that, that was more exposed in School Reunion, wasn't it? Than yes, that was a School Reunion. But, but uh, it's also touched upon in... Um, yeah. Of course, it's a slightly different audience that they're going yeah. for. I suppose, it, yeah, it's because she meets Joe Grant, and Joe Grant yes. has said, obviously got all these grandkids and everything. And it kind of feels right for the characters, there, actually. Yes. But there's actually... I mean, this is one thing about Elizabeth Sladen, was I think she was a really, really good actress, um, because she's quite... Quiet about it in a way. No, she never quite got, and because she main, she's mainly known for playing the one role. But yes. To me, lots of actors are. This is a, we have this idea that a great actor plays many roles that are known, but a lot of great actors play one particular role, but they're very good at it. Yes. But there's a there's a there's a really it's, it's a beautiful play moment in uh, at the death of the Doctor where because she's trying to prove the Doctor isn't dead, and uh, she at one point she goes, "Why isn't the coffin open?" And one character goes, "Oh, he was greatly injured." And there's a wonderful silent moment that it struck me at the time she plays it so well her face just doesn't crumple but the look on her face and it's an absolutely heartbreaking it is similar look. to a moment that i know that we've discussed before in school reunion when uh canine um uh, is gets done in essentially and she's trying to pass it off like it's no big deal and say oh it's just a silly old robot dog but uh, the look on her face and and it's really quite upsetting to watch yeah, and it's like a, well, it's like that other great moment in Screw Union. I'd be careful, we're probably going to go over bits we've, we've done before. Yes. But um, where she meets the Doctor for the first time, and and she kind of ha it's a, she plays it with obviously such mixed emotions because she's kind of like happy but sad, and she realizes she says, oh, "I got old." Yes. Yeah, like like you said, from a woman who constantly looked at least fifteen years younger than she was on <laughs> yes. stage. That's a. And and yeah, I mean, what was lovely about her character, and particularly in something like the Sarah Jane Adventures, is that she really was, she was able to be on children's t on on the highest rating, uh, highest rated uh, CBBC shows. She was a, she was 
a hero to kids and she was an older woman. Yes. And, and in, in, I, admittedly, I don't watch a lot of uh, children's PVC these days. You know, there's always this idea that kids only like other kids on that kind of show, or those kind of specifically aimed for children shows that they only like to see other kids. But yes. Yeah, she was an immensely popular character. I mean, it, the, one of the most heartbreaking things actually was reading the uh, on the CBBC website all the tributes that yes. the, at, you know the kids had left. People who had grown up with her, maybe not even in Doctor Who, but just on the Sarah Jane Adventures, and they oh, that well, that's was it. And, heartbreaking. And once again, um, um, in the My Sarah Jane that uh, we were watching last night, um, there was a bit where the uh, child actors from the Sarah Jane Adventures were talking about working with her, and they were wonderful. You know, they they had uh, such sort of touching things to say but at the same time I could see one of them in particular was having a really hard time trying to keep it together yeah um and that that was quite heartbreaking as well it's uh yeah she'll be greatly missed as David Tennant pointed out um she you know a, a generation of people grew up with her um as their companion and, and quite often a favorite companion i mean this is the thing tom baker is this consistently pointed out as being a favorite doctor you know he, he's very you know well remembered by a lot of people and and, and once again uh, working with uh, sarah jane who was on the show for a long time and, and she is very often remembered as a favorite companion mm. and I mean, um, she it's, part, it's partly because of the time she was on she was there doing, doing most of the hincliffe era yes that's a, you know then that is a definite high point for the classic series one uh even crit- critically and even budget wise and there's been a lot of money on it and it was near the height of its popularity as a program i think probably yeah. probably one of the most high, highly rated times and and she also got you know, working with you know two very popular doctors that's not dismissing her contribution because i think you know you could you, you if you put Bonnie Langford with Tom Baker, it would, yes. you know, it wouldn't have the same, <laughs> oh. in those adventures. It wouldn't have the same thing. Oh, it's, no. it's because she brings a really in in all these adventures where the was it the Hinkley Fairy, they're going to dark cellars and and gothic overtones. She brings a very earthy feel to it. I think that she, she's a very recognisable point for the audience, and she's a very likable point that we can as an audience we can attach to. And like what I always liked about it, is she wasn't. She was never afraid. The character was never afraid to to mock the Doctor. She'll get a few quibs in. It's like in Pyramids of Mars, where he's going, "Oh, I'm 750 years yeah. old," and she goes, "You'll soon be middle aged." <laughs> uh, and um, a lot of people have said as well that uh, there was a lot of uh, Liz Sladen in the character of Sarah Jane, and you never hear anyone with a bad word to say about her, about working with her, about her professionalism, about her character. It seems that uh, a lot of people said that she could be quite a private person, but um, a lot of people have uh, been very quick to talk about how much they enjoyed her company, uh, what a wonderful person she was to know and that she put a lot of herself into Sarah Jane which is why perhaps it worked so well yeah and like I said great actress I mean I know we're bouncing around listeners we always do a little bit about back and forth but she was very good actually as I said she was very good at being an earthly field but also we always got the feeling there was a little more going on under the surface it's like a goodbye scene with Tom Baker where yeah they're both, and it's partly because of the TV of the time, and it dot two in those days was always more story led than emotional led or character led. Yes. Do you know what I mean? So it was more about the events and the characters to an yeah. extent. Uh, but that goodbye scene where she's just playing it, and she almost seems like she's on the verge of tears, but she's keeping it together, 
and it, it it's probably one of her best moments actually just that's it i mean the thing is she came back uh quite a lot she came back in five doctors, doctors. and dimensions in time and uh, do we have to <laughs> Let's not talk about dimensions in time. Okay. No one wants to mention But the is. point was, is that, you know, she's come back again, um, you know, at a couple of times throughout the uh, years between her sort of more consistent roles in the Doctor Who universe, which, you know, is between the sort of Tom Baker time and, uh, and perhaps the start of her own series. And each time her acting never feels, uh, her character never feels stated. She feels like a person who has grown with the role and has adapted to the fact that the programme has changed a lot down the years and has always just been able to throw herself right back in there. But, I mean, the character never went away because, like I said, she played a, obviously started playing in the 70s and in the 80s, well, beginning of, there was a Canaan Company and uh, Five Doctors. And then she, in the 90s, she recorded those two Radio 4, Paradise yes. of Death and Coast of End Space. Not great, admittedly, but... It, well, this it, is it. She, um, as, as far as I know, her um, involvement with the fans and the spin-off media yeah. uh, is she, quite great. And before she came back to School Union, apparently she did some big Finnish audio plays. Yes. About eight or so, I think. So, you know, the character's never really gone away, but you're right, she's always able to step into it very easily. There's never any sense of she was having to remember how to play her. Yes. I mean, even when, um, you know, just, just as a comparison, even when Rose went away and then she came back during some of the Catherine Tate episodes. and uh, Yeah, yeah, she's slightly it, off. You, you she was go. slightly off, and, and that was only after a couple of years, yeah. you know, whereas uh, Elizabeth Sladen just, you know, after a couple of decades, she, ne she just ne go she right back into it. She never came back with a lisp. No, she no, she never came back with a mouthful of anaesthetic. Um, no, anyone who's ever seen Turn Left would probably, <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, well, as always, even even on even on tribute episodes, we 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 get a uh, slightly sidetracked. And you have anything else to say? Not massively, no. You know, I think actually I'm going to release this one early. I I we've been trying to aim for a fortnightly schedule, and I was wondering if to release this. Uh, not this Monday, we're recording this on Sunday the 24th, but not release it not this coming Monday, 25th, but the next Monday when we would do our Mark of the Rani. But I might release this some point next week because it's a shorter episode and just as a okay. little tribute. Uh, but what I do want to highlight at the moment is that let's see if I can find the link. Like I said, uh, there's been a Just Giving page set up uh, in memory of this lady. And it's doing incredibly well. Its original target was 2,000. And I believe it is now about 5,000. Gained about 5,000. Uh, here we go. Yes, its original target was 2,000 pounds. Uh, at the moment of recording, it has 5,1150 5 pence. And if you have enjoyed her new performance, if you have any problems with the character, please, please give some money to this. I, I believe the money's going to a cancer charity. Yeah, it's going to Cancer, cancer Research, Research UK. Uh, the, the, I'll put the uh, URL for this in um, the Tumblr. It is justgiving.com forward slash in memory of Elizabeth Sladen. And that's just one word. But I will put this in the show notes in the Tumblr. And if you are a UK citizen doing this, Please, please tick the gift aid box because they get. If you give, say, twenty pounds, you tick gift aid. They'll get another five pounds. It's well worth doing. Anyway, yes, yeah, so I guess uh, next time you hear from us, we'll be back on a normal schedule and looking at Mark of the Rani.
yeah, and uh, probably making another uh, podcast full of horrible expect jokes that certainly didn't seem to fit in when we we're saying goodbye to lovely Liz Sladen. But uh, yes, we'll, we'll be back to our normal schedule soon. And uh, it was just nice to be able to talk about uh, such a, by all accounts, amazing woman who played a really incredible character. Okay, folks, take care. I'll be off then. Yeah. Thanks. Don't forget me. Oh, Sarah. Don't you forget me. My doctor. Yes. Till we meet again, Sarah.